so loud my microphone. I know. It's okay. Oh, we, shit. We're recording. We get excited around yes. here. Slash you. Slash you. Welcome, Welcome. students. Classes in session. Take your seats. <laughs> Shut up. Turn off your phones. <laughs> Substitute Bankhead is here. No, I'm kidding. I'm Professor. I'm joking. I gotta get rid of that joke, Professor Nick. I'm professor Nick. Nick. Well, you're the expert. I'm Andy. I'm not the you're just as much an expert as I am. Well, you We're not experts. We're started not. me on these movies. I feel like you knew more about the horror slasher genre before I did. So. But from back in the day. This yeah. is a great intro. I yeah. still to date to date to dates that should be a word. Today's movie yeah. that we discussed today. Yeah. Is just it reaffirms why I love what we do. <laughs> what do we do said, here? <laughs> oh, what we do here at Slash You. Welcome to Slash You again. Uh, Nick and Andy here. Uh, we are a podcast that discusses old, campy, sometimes forgotten slasher movies made between, specifically, sometime, made between the years 1977 and 1988. We have jumped off that, like last week's Intruder, yeah. which was 1989. Uh, yeah. We are, I think, going to start a segment in the future called Slash You Steps Out. Oh, yeah. Um, where we can talk about, like, let's... Cause Outside I, that timeline. Well, because I think the slasher genre of this campy shit is coming back into play. Mm -hmm. And now, like, with special effects being so much upped, that the gore factor would be pretty much more dope. Well, and there are so many of these that we've watched so far that have modern-day remakes or reboots. Of course. So, obviously, the genre... Reboot. Obviously, the genre is popular. I mean, or they wouldn't remake these movies in 2000, 2003, My bloody Valentine, yes. Yeah. They're all, uh, there's all modern, up-to-date ones in the 21st century. So <laughs> Let's do a modern-day Madman. Just for the soundtrack oh God, alone. That'd be amazing. Just for the soundtrack Just alone. Just for the awkward hot tub scene and mm, everything. God, that gets me hot right now. I want to go back and watch it. I'd, you know, was that a rental? Was that one a, a price? No, I think if you have Shutter and Amazon Prime, you get it free. Buy that one. I, I, oh, I do own it. Yeah, I, I own it just for the soundtrack. Madman was a good fuck. Madman Mars and you know fuck all that shit. <laughs> but, but today, today, yes. What are we discussing today? Today we watched Edge of the Axe, 1988. Yeah, directed by Jose Ramon Raraz. Another, <laughs> another Spanish slasher yeah. film. Um, a Spaniard classic. There's some uh... originally titled Al Filo del Hacha. Sure, Edge of the Axe. En Espanol. Right. Muy buen, I'm not Andy. fluent in Espanol three years in high school, and I tested siento, out of it in college. Espanol es mal. Lo siento. Yeah, uh, un poco. I know un poco. <laughs> but um, this, was a, this was a good one overall. I, uh, I agree. Um, I th I'm first... hot off my second watch like an hour ago. That's what I always do too, though, Andy. Yeah. I always watch it right before I come over. We do yeah. record from Andy's casa, Andy and Cheryl's yeah. lovely casa. El Basement Day Andy. El Basement Day Andy <laughs> and beautiful Milwaukee. You're right, right. Um, but, yes, Andy, I have Fresh. just come off watching it too for, you know, we usually watch them two or three times. Yeah. This one, I just want to say before we get into Edge of the Axe, the music. Oh, it's a good soundtrack. Brilliant. For sure. Uh, can, if you don't mind... I'd like to take this opportunity for our listeners. Okay. Just to kind of play the intro. Oh, by so, all means. So we'll get into it, but I just think it's, you know, if I mention music, I think it's only what we do. Mm hmm. Feel it? Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. <laughs> I mean, it's, and then there's other songs that come in. It's almost like that, you know, when we watch the Mutilator, going on a 
football break. It's like the happiness mixed in, ju- juxtaposed, if I might use a big word. There you go. That the kind of music juxtaposed with this uh, horrible graphic killing. It plays tricks on your brain. You, your brain finds that disconcerting, <laughs> and so it makes the movie. <laughs> it does. Right? I mean, like. Your brain, like, whoa, that guy's head just got chopped off, and it's going on a fall break. break. Yeah. Going to have a good, so, we always bring that up, I know, yeah, on our podcast. It but hits it different regions of your head, and therefore it sort of, it, uh, it just, in, in your brain, it rubs you away that makes you react. Like, what the hell? And that's why I think these movies are more appealing when they have that weird sound. Yes, I agree. And this was a, a fun movie. And I, 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 playing the intro, Andy, I want to apologize. We are jumping in almost five minutes in, and we yeah. haven't even talked about Andy's. Oh, Cliff Kill Notes. Cliff Kill Notes. Sponsored by Capri Sun. If those kids are thirsty, pop open a pouch and have a wonderful Capri Sun. Capri Sun for the kids. <laughs> wine in a box for mom. Um, <laughs> this one, wine in a box. It's essentially Capri, Capri Sun, Sun is not a sponsor, by the way. Adults. Uh, they should be. Well, the Cliff Kill Notes, just a quick summary. This movie is very easy to summarize. Yes. Uh, we got a nice, decent sized cast of characters. Mm-hmm. It was difficult for me to sort of. You watch even on the second time you're like who is this person they don't yeah. flat out name them so and the I had sound to, isn't the best in this movie oh yeah the audio is yes ugh. but anyway in a small northern california lake community referred to as paddock county a, some murders are happening at the hands of a terrifying michael myers lookalike with a white mask yes. and that just has eye holes like a q-tip exactly like, like a q-tip this person face. in a in a in a rain a slicker, coach slicker very similar to I know what you did last summer very similar and uh, this person is this guy's axing people mostly women notice uh, notice the, t- the yes that is a good yeah, point mostly women they kill one person one man but uh, mostly women uh, and we don't know why and they're using an axe and using the an name, axe edge axe, of the axe hence the name edge of the axe uh, Gerald plays a, a, Gerald is a young computer nerd who seems oddly obsessed with the killings. Um, we're going to meet uh, his love interest, Lillian Nebs, uh, her sister, Susan Nebs. There's uh, Gerald's roommate slash buddy, Richard Simmons. That's not, not his roommate. He's oh, married. He's just a buddy. Yeah, it's just a buddy. He's married to the... Uh, That's right. Richard Simmons is married to an older woman named Laura Simmons, but his name's Richard Simmons. Oh, I did Sweating to the oldies. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't make that connection? <laughs> Richard Simmons. Some of our younger listeners may not know, but Richard Simmons was a very effeminate man who led a lot of exercise workout videos in the Sweating to the oldies. And 90s. Yeah. Deal a meal. Right. Yes. He, I think uh, we do have some listeners should be older. I'm sure there's people who know who Richard Simmons is. Look him up. Google him. Richard yeah. Simmons. But uh, he's a character in this movie, too. Uh, Frank McIntosh plays the sheriff. And then there's his deputy, Sam. The credits actually, or IMDB calls him Ayudante Sam for some reason. There is old man Brock, who has a brief part in the beginning of the movie. Uh, Rita Miller, who's a prostitute slash no, beautician. No, sex worker. Sex worker slash beautician. And there's uh, Christopher Kaplan, who's, and along with uh, Father Clinton, who's a... Clinton! Who's the priest at the... Priest! Yeah. So that's really all there is to it. There's just this small Northern California community is being terrorized by a person killing people with an axe. Yeah, and, and you have to figure out who it is and why. But the, and that's and that's the story how we get into yeah. it. Um, the, Gerald's our main character. He's the computer nerd. He looks he, just like Peter Krause from Six Feet Under. Okay. I think I I did a comparison and I got to show you this right now as, as I continue to talk about this. But I want to. 
I just think it's kind of important to to share in our social media channels. Yeah, like a side-by-side. Yeah, I mean, check this out. The other thing is, Gerald, I don't know if you noticed throughout this movie, he appears to get more and more tired. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah, they do look... Right? Isn't that crazy? That guy from uh, Six Feet Under. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And some right. sports management. But he he is sets the character yeah. for the main character, like you said. What we... Oh, spoiler alerts. Hit pause now. Yeah. Go watch it. Go watch the Go. movie. We're spoiling the whole movie. A lot of people don't think know about this movie. It's oh. it, Because I, I've had some people reach out and say, hey, <clears throat> Edge of the Axe. I mean, a lot of people knew Intruder. You know, yep. a lot of people... Da, 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 da. I mean, but... This is it, a unique movie. It is. And I think it's because we are friends from Spain. It's a great intro Cold open. Um, cold open. Um, a lady is getting her Volvo station wagon. Yep. Probably a 1984 model. Wa- going through the car wash. Uh, it's one of the automatic washes, like a conveyor belt, where the car is slowly moving forward, and all the brushes and uh, spinny things are coming down, brushing the car. She's just uh, idly smoking a cigarette in the front seat. Chiller. Just chilling out, and she's kind of staring off into space. She thinks she might see something through the... Through the windshield and the uh, through the water and the the water droplets, the heavy soap and water in her uh, in the car wash, but um, she does. You know, it wasn't something. I don't know. I guess it's just a figment of my imagination. But oddly, there's a figure behind her car at first. You, I think. Do you see it in the rear view, or you you just see the figure yes. walk behind her car from behind, and um, it's terrifying. If this person in a in a slicker with a blaze white bald no head mask just eyes. it's a cool mask i just want um, i mean it, it's, it looks like it's made of plaster yes you know and it but it's white like bone there's no backstory white to the mask either right. i'm not and giving this, away the killer but it's this no... killer comes up behind her uh just as she's idly smoking a cigarette and the next thing you know she just it just will like a baseball bat swings the axe yes. through the windshield right into this woman and hacks her you know repeatedly hacks her to pieces and kills her and we see her dead body sort of splayed against yes. the side window with blood spattered inside the car yeah, and, the, and there's the red a red cross so symbol. you assume she's in the medical, in the medical profession yes. of some sort because there's a red a red cross symbol decal on the window uh and if we can just go right out of the gate that's my it's so sudden and brutal yes. and it right within literally the first like 90 seconds of the movie it kicks it all off i you know Andy, i love it when something like this happens i agree it was creepy it was the first time i've ever seen i've seen kills i was telling andy um i've seen kills at campgrounds i've seen kills in weird old houses yep i've seen people killed in insane asylums i've seen people killed on the street I've seen fire and I've, I've seen, seen rain. Yeah. I have never seen a fucking car wash kill. Creative. Very creative. Put it down. Mark um, it as for a slashy. <laughs> it was a unique, it was an original kill. So I was yeah. stoked when you picked that one up. Because I, I said that to Jody. I was like, dude, this is rad. It was Because neat. then she's dead. Yep. We know we she's don't in know the medical field. We don't yeah. know anything. We don't know anything we, about her. We don't know the killer, obviously. Yeah. It was just broad daylight. This lady's getting her car washed, and this killer just walks into the car wash, which is weird. I mean, you have to you have to avoid all these brushes and other huge <laughs> He's rain slick on. pieces of machinery moving around. You'd think that it's very dangerous to walk through an automated car wash. And uh, I don't know how the killer would do that without getting hurt him, himself. But um, um, they also had an exterior shot of the car wash. And did you notice gas was a dollar oh four? Diesel was ninety nine cents. 
I, man. <laughs> I was still day. waiting to see, like, because I know this was filmed in Northern California, but it was also filmed in Madrid, outside of Madrid, and another uh, little city in Spain. So oh, I was really? looking to see, like, if I could find, like... Which was which? But a lot of the B-roll was obviously shot in America, because yeah. this movie sets place in America. But yeah. this is... Then we flashed the intro, the music Funky I just played. green computer font. Yes. The and, old DOS computer. And Edge of the Axe. The E is capitalized of edge of the axe, then you don't expect the of, the O of the of and the T of the H, but the, edge the A of the and the axe is not capitalized. Lowercase, I noticed that too. It is, we're setting the location, Gerald's on his bike, we meet Gerald, he's on his motorcycle, and yeah. it, the music's playing, it's a set location, so we're just trying to see like where the location is, beautiful northern mountain, or the mountains of yeah. northern California. It's just a montage of him yeah, like riding, a, driving on the streets. You see skis, fishing, yep. it's like a tourism place, obviously, and it's Gerald. I love how computers are made this we're gonna rip on this a lot throughout the movie but computers are made to sound like really advanced and it's a movie in 1988 but we had revenge of the nerds came out and that was kind of they made the computer kind of fun war games hello matthew broderick would you like to play a game when they want to play tic-tac-toe yeah and you know starting world war three the only way to win is not to play (laughs) good job brother (laughs) so again i'm watching this as the computer font yep and it is fun to see how not only the 80s, but how the Spaniards thought of tech, U.S. technology yeah. at the time. Oh, for sure. And uh, so finally, we're, we're, we're through the intro. We kind of know the set location. We know that this is going to be a slasher movie. Right. Gerald pulls into uh, where he lives and his landlord. Yeah, it's some... like this hexagonal house. It's like a weird shape. It's like he's got a little it's like cabin. like a circular cabin. Yeah. Uh, or hexagon-shaped cabin, and he pulls up, and his old man... Uh, Jesse from Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, old man Brock. Um, yeah, he's he, like... He's a cantankerous old man, like, you yeah, got you, more of that stuff that wastes more that computers. electricity. Yes, you, computers you are some, bad. You got some more of that crap that wastes electricity. It wastes electricity? What do you call them, computers? And it's right. like, so, but he tells him he got another computer. So, fucking yeah. Gerald, you know, Peter Krause. And hands him a box that's got a nice shirt in it. I don't get that. I have that in my notes. I'm Gerald like, just gave it to him as a gift, I think, just to be... It's his landlord. I guess he pays him, so it's a shirt. It's he likes it though. Yep. He opens the, the old man Brock opens the box and it's his funky ass blue and white shirt with like weird. He likes it, and he he just laughs and chuckles to himself as Gerald goes inside, because a new computer got delivered. And again, I as he's opening the computer, more great music plays. I, I friends yeah. of Slash U, students of Slash U, please go watch Edge of the Axe and put on some really nice earphones and get ready to jam out. Sure, why not? There's some sexy fucking saxophone music. I'm sorry, uh, Andy, I'm, I'm yeah. getting off topic here. But uh, we're back in the woods, and we have a POV kind of uh, right. stalking. It's like a pig farm. Yes, right? I, yeah, there's Somebody's so keeping some pigs. Some uh, pigs. So it's a POV of somebody sneaking around in the woods by the pig farm. There's a woman inside the house, you know, washing dishes and doing miscellaneous house stuff. We never learn her name. I tried so hard. I did too. Thank I you. I don't know who this woman's name is, but she obviously... Her husband's name is Trevor. He has one scene where him in the chair, which right. is next. To him. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second, but there's someone Sorry, sneaking around the pig up. farm. Uh, Mrs. Pig Farmer Lady is inside the house, and she hears the pigs squealing because 
our killer, we assume, has snuck Just gutted. In, yeah, snuck into the <laughs> snuck into the pig pen and grabbed one of the pigs by the ear. So we have a little bit of animal animal cruelty in this part of the movie. You Where's Peta? You hear off camera, you hear a pig just squealing bloody murder. So she runs out because she's right. like, something, this isn't right. My pigs don't, you know, not unless Ned Beatty's hiding out in the woods. In, yeah, you know. <laughs> Google, Google deliverance. Yeah, Google. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I think we have some mature listeners here. They know it. So uh, she runs out to check on the pig. There's nothing there. So she, she, she investigates. Nothing's happening. Right. She runs back in the house and... Lo and behold, in her bedroom, there's a pig in a blanket. There's a, yeah, there's blood on the floor, which leads her to a pig's head. In pig's her head, sorry. And she screams, and the camera does a dramatic quick zoom into the pig head, and we flash to Trevor, like, slamming his fist down. Yeah, that's my desk. wife. Yeah, like, you gotta find this psychopath. He killed one of my pigs. And he's like, you smell like your pigs, and you get out of here. Take this coin and call someone that cares, bastard. This is uh, Sam, and he's the deputy. He's not like this. Isn't Sheriff McIntyre? Oh yeah, this. But this is Sam. Thank you. Yeah. He is still concerned about the killing of the car wash, so he's telling Trevor, "You're worried about a fucking pig's head. Right. Go fuck yourself." Right. A I've woman got, got killed in a yeah. in a Volvo. Right. <laughs> so, but again, great call, Andy. I never caught her name. Uh, if no, you no. watch this movie and you do catch her name, please leave it in our, one of our comments and please uh, tag. Right. Um, so, needless to say, Sam underscore podcast. Sam, the sheriff's deputy, doesn't care about this dead pig. Trevor, Trevor's one and only scene, mad about it. He's a good-looking guy, like a John Schneider. Sure, but apparently he smells like the hogs that he keeps, according to the sheriff, sheriff's deputy. Yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff's deputy having it. And one yep. real quick note too: Do you notice there's a lot of sun-kissed and grape soda in this movie? Good product placement. There's Coca-Cola as well. Yeah, yep. but I mean, is that like I mean, the Americans they like the soda, they yep. like the grape soda. There is so much sun-kissed and grape right. soda. Too, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I like orange soda. I like grape soda. I don't drink them yeah. all the time, but you know what you do? You take grape soda, like. Uh, Either Welch's yes. grape soda or um, Sunkist. You know, Sunkist makes a grape. They do. Yes, they do. Uh, Not as that, popular, but mix it with. Um, you ever had Screwball whiskey, the peanut butter whiskey? Tastes just like peanut butter and jelly no. in a glass. It's, I've had the Screwball. It's very sweet. I mean, we're talking rot your teeth sweet, but Screwball <laughs> peanut butter whiskey with grape soda. Cheryl hates it because she hates anything grape. Anything artificial. Really? Yeah, which is ironic. She loves wine, but <laughs> anything anything that's like an artificial grape, a grape-flavored soda, grape-flavored, you know, cough syrup, anything grape makes her feel, like, nauseous. Like, she hates it. We just found this great fucking uh, seltzer water that's yeah. delicious. Sure. Yeah. Well, I like that stuff. So grape soda with peanut butter... Uh, uh, screwball whiskey. No note to Screwball. Sponsor our show. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, and <laughs> but, yeah, getting back. They, they, but it, it really is. I just kind of think of the way they interpret uh, U.S. I mean, again, this is a Spanish take on slasher movies, right? And you know, they they like their soda, so let's put it in there. We what did they like? Uh, so that's, that's not a Spanish accent. I'm we sorry. go. No, it's Italian. It's bad. We go back to. <laughs> is it? That was Canadian. Your accent? Yeah, I'm trying to do... Uh, hello, I'm a Canadian. It's about time. We. Uh, I don't know. I think you're mixing them a little. It's it's okay, I guess. Yeah, thanks, Andy. That's one of those two-star reviews. <laughs> it's because of you. My so, accents are authentic. I'm an artist. But we go back to our boys, Gerald. And we meet his buddy, and Richard. we meet his buddy, Richard. Richard if, Simmons. If Tom who, Cruise and Charlie Sheen had a baby... You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Yep, he's got that black spiky hair. 
Yep, and he's got the facial features. He wears those Ray Bans that Tom yep. Cruise wore. You know, so a picture like if Tom Cruise and Charlie Sheen were able to produce a baby. So Richard is an exterminator. Yes. He uh, he has a big old uh, sign on his truck that's got a, a rat with a big circle and a slash through it. Yeah. You know, no rats. <clears throat> he needs uh, Gerald's help for today because uh, Gerald's got a good nose, and they have to go investigate a smell. And they're pals. And they're buddies. Yeah. And Ger- is Gerald renting this place to like yes. work on uh, computers? He works on computers. He works on anything technical. Because again, this is the '80s, so it's the like pe- a Silicon Valley. Yeah, no, it's he works on video games. If yeah. you notice, he's got old video games in his uh, fixes radios. Right. He fixes anything that's Electronic. that's not that. Yeah, because things weren't as you know. If you break a radio now or anything, you're like, I'll just order a new one. They're right. like two bucks. Right. Whereas there, they would pay a guy like to come fix it. Because he says the as he's taken off with his buddy, he tells old man Brock. Yeah. Hey, you know, first old man Brock tells a story of the lady who was killed in the car wash. Right. But he says something, and he says something about if John Doe comes by for his radio, charge him $40. Oh, I remember him saying that, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. so he, he just fixes on stuff. I don't know why he's there per se. So Gerald isn't a local, but he's there renting from old man Brock yes. for the summer or whatever. I didn't know if he was, like, there developing an app, but this is... 30 years prior to that. <laughs> what the fuck? What did you just say? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So Gerald uh, Gerald is not from town, uh, but his buddy Richard is, or must be, because Richard is the local uh, exterminator. Yeah, and they're and, and, they're, and Richard is... And they're friends. You know, he, he's a young guy like Gerald, and... Um, they're going to a, uh, track a bad smell. Yes, wanna, so they're hopping yeah. the car. Yeah, the exterminator needs a smell. They can't find what's producing this smell. Yeah, they're at... Uh, the bar what's it corgi's bar yeah it's corgi's but it's it's not the bar that they really talk about is maggie's that's where everyone hangs out but this is another bar i think it's in patterson the the small city that's close to where they live they're they as they're on this way to the bar they want to mention the bartender that works there her name's maria right and they they sing a little song yeah yeah. maria maria Maria, you were so sweeta want to play with your cheetah and i'm like why are they saying when they want to play with her cheetah Uh uh-huh Get it? Cheetah is a cat, cat, which is another euphemism for for women's genitalia. Um, No respect for women, these two. No respect, these two. But but we have to... Ridiculous. um, Make sure Chad and Brad, I mean, uh, Gerald and Richard, are (laughs) uh, focused on what their job is as when they get to the bar. Um, Just going to go help smell around, and guess what they find? A dead body. Maria! Her name is Maria. Yeah, and uh, I took a photo of it because it's a good, it's a good, uh, you know, it's the special effects are good. Yep. So I'm gonna post that on our social media for sure. She was apparently a seasonal worker who'd only been there for a few weeks. She's a good worker though. A good worker. Good, you know. Yeah. The Mike, Mike, the bartender, is explaining to the cops how she disappeared a few weeks ago. Uh, but apparently, she was uh, either killed or committed suicide. That's what was, the chief wants. Yes, she was stored in the storage space, and that was what was creating the smell. But. <laughs> You're right, Chief. Uh, this is where we meet Frank McIntosh, the yes. chief, who wants to kind of put a lid on this. He's talking to the medical examiner, I suppose, the guy with the big bush beard. Yeah, I got a picture of him, what too. What a creepy dude. But he doesn't want any trouble. He's like, this was a suicide, wasn't it, Doc? And he's like, well, like, I'm not, yeah, I don't know. It's too early to tell. The body's pretty decomposed. And he's like, no, we don't need any trouble. This this was a suicide. Just let's, sew her up, put her in the ground. Put her in the ground. Let's, let's, uh... Let's honor Maria's wishes. Right. There so. you go. And I was like, so that started making me think, too, because we watch these movies not just for us, Andy. We watch them for our listeners. Sure. So you start to have start thinking. Is the is he the killer? Yeah. 
and then I thought Old Man Brock was a corner, so I had to, re- you know, the second time I watched, oh, it, I had to make sure because two different bearded gentlemen, white-haired yeah. bearded gentlemen, but Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus wannabes. Yeah. yeah, so they they take off, and this is where we learn the story of Richard. Richard, um, not happy in his marriage. No, Gerald and Richard on a, on their way to Nebs's fishing guide. To, to, they're going to, to pick up his drink. wife. Going to pick up Richard's wife, who's an older woman. Older, yes. Uh, Laura, right? Laura yep. Simmons. Laura Simmons. We learn that Richard hates his wife and really only married her for her money. For, for money. He feels like he's a kid all the time because yeah. she just bitches at him like a mother. When I go out, it's like going out with my mom. Yeah. yeah. She just nitpicks at him. Yeah, and, and he can't stay, take it, So, but Gerald's looking at him, his buddy Gerald, our Peter Krause, our six feet under guy. <laughs> he's looking at his buddy Richard saying, well, hey, I mean, you got the money to start your exterminate. Like, if you married Rich, I want to start an exterminating business. Right. I, I think that would be the so last thing. So that's your I'd... dream? Yeah. <laughs> I married like a millionaire and I want to be an exterminator. Like what? You don't want to be a cup. You could. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I married a rich woman so I could start my own business. I want to kill bugs and rats. <laughs> like, dude, you really could have done anything. Not to knock exterminators. It's yes. a very noble profession. Please, please. If yes. you're an exterminator, I don't want to insult you right now. No. That's your chosen profession. But. If you married a millionaire and you could choose anything you want to do, would you choose exterminating? I would choose to drink blats and PBRs and yeah. fucking. I would choose to maybe run a charity. Yeah. Like I'd run a charity, take some of the money and like run a nonprofit using that money. Oh, I don't know. But, Live off the interest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, we could go on this for hours. Well, uh, yeah, but we, we, we do. Yeah. They're pulling up again. This is where we find out that. I don't like how Gerald and Richard talk about women. No, they pull up to the house pigs. where we know that Laura, Richard's wife, Laura Simmons, is out fishing with old man Nebs, the guy right. who runs a fishery. It's a tourist spot where people can go rent boats or have a fishing tour, a fishing guide, blah, 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 blah. Old man Nebs has two daughters. Old man, one is Susan, Susan. who we meet first because right. these guys are talking about her like she's some sexual object. Well, she doesn't have a bra on, Nick. So well, oh, yeah, he, she's... She's a, just inviting this. So as they pull up, they, <laughs> yes, but I mean, no, they're not. She can wear anything she wants. It shouldn't be... Like when I wear gray, gray sweats, I don't want anyone to sit there and go, oh, look at that emboldened mushroom but when i wear a speedo i want my package looked at that's why i'm wearing a speedo but she's just working as they pull up they notice the the chad and brad i mean uh fuck gerald and richard notice (laughs) uh old man's nab's daughter the first one comes out susan and they like it they're like check out her big euphemism for boobies yeah um and so she's like well while you're waiting for your mom um can i get you something to drink And he's like it's actually my wife right yes we'll take two and she's like to what? to what? And he's like, <laughs> he's obviously <laughs> two, talking two about boobies, boobs. Two yeah, boobies. two boobies. Just we want kidding. two boobies. No, they want two beers. beers. Uh, he kicks Gerald out of the car because he wants to hit on Susan. Yeah, he says, go drink your beer somewhere else. Yeah. And so. while uh, Gerald is walking inside the place, he, he, when Susan's bringing the beers back out, he says to Susan, like, my friend was in an accident. And he has, he's got a plastic leg. A plastic leg. <laughs> Just to mess with him. Do you like how she brings out, though, on a tray? Yeah. Two bass beers. And uh, glasses. And two glasses that have bass on it. Again, again a bass is a very popular English ale. Oh, fuck. I... It's a beer. It's a beer. Yeah. Um, I know it's English. Uh, right. So they, she brings out a tray. Very, you know, again, it's 80s. Gerald takes his, goes inside. So, again, yeah. Yeah. Susan this whole time thinks that Richard, you know, <laughs> is surprised that he is not the son, but the husband. Husband of... Uh, Laura, yeah. but so now he's but so Richard's like shh shh. 
Susan. Yeah. Let's talk about thick. us. Yeah, yeah, he pours it on thick. Richard is now inside um, playing a video game Gerald. called Alien. Gerald's Gerald. inside. Yeah. Gerald's inside now playing a video game called Alien. A right. 19... Boop, 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 beep, yep. beep, beep, boop, Cool boop, arcade boop. game. And he meets... Lillian. Uh, he meets Neb's other daughter, Lillian. Susan's younger sister. And she's home for the summer from college. Uh, mm-hmm. She explains to Gerald how she goes to school during the year, uh, you know, and then she comes home in summer to help her dad. To help her dad the, out with the fishery. The fishery. The fishing guy. Plays. Yeah, the fishing guy plays. So That's you, why he's never met her. And she's like, do you work around here? Do you live around? Like, do you live? Are you from town? And he's like, where else do you think I'd be from? Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he is a little he's bit. He's kind of a sure. dick when this pretty, Lillian's a pretty girl. I mean, she's you know, an attractive person. And maybe he's overcompensating. Well, be, <laughs> he's also like trying to like do his computer nerdness by saying like, hey, she's like, are you good at that game? And he's like, well, uh, it's the, too the, the frame rates off. The slightly. frame rates off, and yeah. the joysticks got two notches back, and dude. Technical, technical jargon. Technical, technical jargon. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, "Well, I'm really good at the game." So she invites Chad, uh, Gerald, to play. You keep this. calling him Chad and Brad, like our generic terms for douchebags. Well, no, and just because your name's Chad and Brad doesn't mean you're a dick. But it's just like if your name's Karen, you're not a jerk. But it's just like I, I can't. Yeah. I really. These guys like are this scene. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like them. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but after this, I think they kind of settle into their own. They do because I do. really do. Uh, even though Richard isn't happy in his marriage, he's still a nice guy. Right. The soft music indicates that they might be falling in love as they approach the video game to play each other. Right. Because right. she is like, I'm pretty good, I'm and really he's like, good. Yeah. Well, I'll play you. Yeah. She's like, Bet whatever you want because I'm gonna win. And mm-hmm. so the soft music. So it's again, the soundtrack is rad. Yep. It's so, getting you knowing these the, two are a love these interest. These two might be falling in love. Yeah. So, we go back out to Richard and putting Susan. Putting the moves on Susan. You should uh, move to New York and do some modeling. <laughs> he is putting the moves on her. Exactly. Like, yeah, he's pouring it on thick and she's like, oh, really? Way to go, Brad. Every girl's dream, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to get her out on the water. You should, you know, we, you and I should go out on a boat sometime. Yeah, I, w- I want you to teach me how to fish. Show me like, where the good fishing Show me where your spots are. He doesn't say fishing spots. He just says, show me where your spots are. I want to touch your boobies. Boobies, boobies, yeah. boobies. I mean, he is he is laying it on. And she's, um, she's kind of into it. Oh, she's totally into it. And then uh, his wife and old man Nebs pull up. Yeah, and that's the when they call out uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, the, our the only. Hand. Our only African American yeah. gentleman in the movie. He's just like a like a boat hand, like a like yeah, hired help around. Hired the, help around he's... the fishery, so he's like, Jimmy, we caught a bunch of trout. Yeah, come so on down here. We're figuring out that Richard's trying before his wife comes back from the boat. He's like, <laughs> Susan, let's go, let's get on this date. Yeah, she's and... like, there's your there's your wife. Yeah, I really thought like if a Spanish soap opera and a slasher film from the eighties had a had sex and had a baby uh-huh. this would be it because hear me out andy <laughs> this has got some soap opera ish tones to it a little bit do 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 like if the, like the sudden like, cutaway of of oh, laura looking at uh, her husband and young susan talking like do 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 like it's oh, falcon crest dallas uh 90210 see, place. anything you see on telemundo Yes. Jis. <laughs> Jis, yes. yes, Andy. No, I really... see si, si. Nicolas. Yeah, Madre de Madre de Me. Oh, sorry. A, slo- a soap opera slasher. Um, Laura gets in the car. Gerald is now sitting in the back. And so Richard and his wife can talk, but they're actually just arguing. Yeah, just sniping at each other. I mean, Laura's like, I saw you looking at that young girl, uh, Neb's daughter, Susan. And he's like, yeah, she's a very lovely lady. 
and, and Miller's sure. just like, yeah, you don't have a chance. And he's just like, well, what about you and Nebs? You know, are you, you like, uh, you like an older man now? <laughs> you know, like they're just picking. And she's like, I don't think we should have this conversation in front of your friend. In front of your friend. And he's like, and Ger- poor Gerald's, Gerald's in the back, in the back reading you know? a People magazine. He's like, <laughs> Hey, hey, this is awkward. He's know? reading about Lorenzo Lamas on Falcon Crest. <laughs> Again, Lorenzo Lamas was also on a show called Renegade. And it's he pronounced been... Lorenzo Yamas. Yamas. <laughs> Which, hey, Andy, I I think we should have like a, you know, like Google note. Like when you edit this after, because uh, Andy does all the editing. Uh-huh. And, uh, I do a great job, thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sets it up for broadcasting on Monday. Yeah. Well, this today is Monday. Um, oh, yeah, as you hear this, it's Monday. Uh, this is the Lorenzo Yamas. Like, there should be like a Google thing. Like, yeah. Because he was also in Renegade. Yeah. He was, you know, and, okay, anyway. Well, sorry. later. So we go to later. Yes. Uh, um, Gerald is connecting Gerald with Lillian. And Lillian. Uh, Lillian is over at Gerald's house looking at the computers. Yes. She's amazed at the computers, whatever. And You uh, can ask it anything, and it'll tell you the answer. He's So it's Google. Yeah. He's got a new one, and she's kind of looking at the old computer, like, oh, <laughs> this one looks older, and he offers to install it at her house. And uh, she kind of asks him, well, as they're talking, she eventually is like, so do you think we could talk to each other using these computers? And he just says, sure, I'll plug it into the central terminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, they- like, I just like love how the language back then was like, that's what I'll do. I'll plug it into the center. This is pre-internet. This is pre-AOL instant messenger. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I have right here. So she's like, you could ask a question and it'll answer anything. So like, yeah. so I'm like, what we do with Alexa every day? Like, yes. Like Siri, last Alexa. night I asked, yeah, yeah I was like, Alexa, how many people... How many people fart on the average day? And she's like, Alexa user told us 20. Right. So what they're doing here, it's like, is Gerald really Steve Jobs? It'd be so cool if they could, like, if they remade it. Connect but, it somehow. But but again, it's a Google. I mean, it's yeah. ask it anything. But yeah, so she they, does. They wind get, up. Yeah, they, we're going to hook it up so that we can chat with each other over night. the two computers. <laughs> hook it up to the yeah. central commando. I, if only there was some device that you could, like, pick up a receiver and hold it to your ear <laughs> and dial some numbers on the pad and and then on the other end at the other person's home a similar device would ring or make some sort of noise i did not even that person could answer and then you could and then you could talk i didn't even think of that like use the fucking phone idiots (laughs) like what so she i mean but she gets a big turn on like ooh, you could hook this computer up and we can type broderick and war games girls like the computers this was the beginning of the end Honestly, yes. like this was the beginning of the end. Because now all we do is text. Well, all we do is text. I mean, it's I so weird when someone calls you. I make phone calls on my phone for work. I rarely use my phone to talk to friends. I'm texting with friends. When someone calls you, it's like, why are they calling? Like, the if you called me, calling me, I'd be like, why is? Yeah. Like, if you called me, I'd be like, something's wrong. It's an emergency, right? Like, remember when people, like, when I was a kid, when people knocked on the door, it'd be like, ooh, so let's go see yep. who it is. Yep. Mom, make some cookies and pull out some fucking Sunny D. Like, yep. let's fucking hang out. Now, if someone knocks on you, you're like, who the fuck is that? Right. So, in any case, yes. Lillian's all happy to. So yes, he, he asked the question. The computers. She uh, asked it a question though. She asked asked it a question they have a cute little thing where he's like you touch the brown key and type in your question and don't look she's like don't look don't look i want to ask it a question so he turns around and of course like he turns back and the computer's struggling for the answer it doesn't know yeah the, the data the, the central d- frame doesn't even know data not there central yeah. terminal says it doesn't know whatever and she's like i asked it if you're gay and then they kiss and it's ha 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 ha
anytime the camera looks at the computer screen, it also says what's being typed yes. out loud. I wanted we haven't gotten there yet, but I wanted to bring that up because it is very similar to do you want to play a game? The, like uh... where it because now we turn sound off on anything, but well, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of because I do have a little thing well, on that too. But I mean, it's all over the place in this movie. But the computer literally speaks. Yeah. So if you type, typing. yeah, if you type "Hello, how are you?", it's going to say "Hello, oh, how, are, how you? are you?". It's actually got kind of a sexy voice. It talks like this, isn't it? It's that called right, Andy? Icarus. They called it Icarus. Icarus was the Icarus, name. Icarus. Yeah. No one responding. Right. No one responding. Yep. No, access denied. Did you like how I looked at you with those bedroom eyes? I do God, We should it. start recording this. It should be, yeah, we should have a video portion of our podcast. But um, but now I'm afraid let's... I can't do that, Dave. I can't. Name, name that movie. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Oh, uh, fuck. Not Orgasmo. Two, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's how. Uh, anyway. Oh, shit, sorry. We cut to a the bar. Ba- Maggie's. There's a Maggie's random. Bar. Right. There's a random. Uh, Sex worker. Lady of the night. Uh, receives a phone call. Rita. Rita. Her name's Rita Miller. She was Sorry. waiting for yep. a phone call. The she, Russian. Yep. She right. She has an accent. She's like, hello. How are you? We do oh, great accents. You. Slash you. Oh yes, I will come meet you there. You know. Yes. She knows who it is. She. Un- I was I, waiting I, for yeah. your phone call. Right. She, I spit over this microphone. She goes to the train yard. There's a pretty long sequence That's, here. She's yes. walking to the train yard. An old train yard to meet someone. Right. But instead, um, she meets the killer. Well, what it is is she... Um, she runs because she's scared. Sorry, I hit the mic. She realizes she's being followed, and she kind of runs. It ends up sort of uh, cornered in an area when looks up, and we see the silhouette of a person in a rain slicker, and Rita recognizes the person. Yeah, oh, I, I oh was, it's you. You I was, scared me. I was Yeah, because I was expecting you. I was so scared. But <laughs> I, it really freaked me out, you know? Yeah, in Russia... You kill Axe. In Soviet or, Russia. In Soviet Russia, Axe kill you. Well, it does that here, too. No, I'm just kidding. That was so lame. That's our Yakov Shmirnov. Um, I don't care if anyone wow. listens to this. I know. If there was three listeners this week, I'll be happy, honestly. Swear to God. So, Rita Miller, a.k.a. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah, what's her? Uh, Boris and... Boris and Carla, from Rocky Bullwinkle. Rocky Bullwinkle. Hey, did you notice they also had a Bullwinkle reference in this one? They did. The the the, the fucking the the Mountie. Oh. On the side of the computer. Oh, that was a Daisy Duck. No, brother, shit. Mm. You gotta hit pause. In any case, Rita recognizes the person at the train yard, and then the person puts this big blazing white mask on and pulls out an axe, and Rita freaks out, like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" And then um this person proceeds to march forward and just start hacking the shit out of Rita Miller with the axe and kills her. Um, um, this is... Oh, uh, the Mountie, Dudley Do-Right. Yes. Which... That was on the sticker on the side of the computer. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure that we get that right. Cause... right which is a Rocky and Bullwinkle reference, which and has... That, a Russian... Yeah, the... Boris and... Natasha. Natasha. But anyway, yes, and she, but getting back to it, a I was long googling trip. All yeah, the way. I, I was t- I was turning into the uh, central mainframe to try to find the uh, Mountie that was in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Right, Dudley Do Right, and it was Nick. You are looking for Dudley Do Right. Right, that's what it said. And so, but really, she gets hacked the fuck up. This yeah. killer hacks you the fuck up. This I'm interested in in the shooting, the actual how they shot this, because this person, this, this killer, is literally hitting. Rita, the actress, with the with the axe. It's so a fake ass. It's axe. a fake axe, but she's like, 
you know, getting smacked. I mean, the dude. I is mean, that what it is? And then did she have like squibs that were like squirting the blood out? Well, I mean, just stuff? like I would think, uh, with old school bullets, it's a practical effect. Yeah, because I didn't see the blood coming out. No, well, but she's getting bloody as she's getting smacked with this fake ass. When we go back and the the pig farmer's wife is killed. Spoiler alert. Yeah. They they do actually make blood trickle, which I thought was right. good, but that's just prosthetics. Yeah. I really thought that the hacking, Andy, if I was really going to take an axe to someone yeah. and hack them the way that our killer did, it yeah. would be much more grotesque and much more, like, this is just, I mean, it's like... The axe doesn't stick in her body at all. No. It's just, like, hitting her, you know? Like, you would hit somebody with a with a baseball yeah. bat, but so um, she's you, dead. I like how they uh, cut through scenes um, as the killer lands its last... Slash, you hear the sound of a train horn. Now we come today. Um, They think the killing is a train accident. Um, Like she stumbled on the tracks and got run over. The chief is saying, "Uh, this is Rita Miller. She's a beauty. She works during the day. She works at a beauty parlor. Mm -hmm. During the night, she runs about $100 to get with her. And yeah, what's so, the other guy say? One hundred dollars. Oh, she wasn't cheap. Yeah, he's like, no, she wasn't. And so he's like, hey, chief, what's up? You got with that? He's like, no, my salary doesn't allow those luxuries. A hundred bucks. Hundred bucks to you sleep in nineteen eighty eight. Yes, that was like four thousand dollars <laughs> back in nineteen eighty eight. Like hundred bucks nowadays seems pretty cheap <laughs> for a prostitute. Yeah, you want a HJ, a BJ, or a ZJ? What's a ZJ? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> uh, beer, beer, beer fest. Beer fest. Yes. <laughs> The train inspector does not believe. Uh, the train inspector is talking to the chief, and he's is that like, who that "Dude, guy is? yeah, he's okay. the train inspector," and he's yeah. like, "You have every right to know," because he's kind of like the law on yeah. the train on the the train tracks. Sure. And he's like, "That body was ground beef, hamburger meat, hamburger yeah. meat." Yeah, my wife liked that line. Gross. Yeah. Very and gross. so, but he does not believe the train could have done that, and and the chief doesn't want to seem like homicides. He's like, "No, fucking inspector." Trained inspector. She fell on the track. She fell on the track. She was high. She's so a sex worker. Two. That's two. Yeah. The chief first said, "Marie, the waitress, was a was a suicide. Make it a suicide." Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Rita Miller, the one hundred dollar prostitute, she got high and fell on the tracks. That's what happened. Yes. So and that's... the chief does not want attention. So. Yes, he doesn't. So we're going to fast forward now to Susan and Richard finally on their date. I put it, down Richard and Susan boat shenanigans. B- boat montage. Right. So here it is. Everyone. Oh, the music. Yeah, I love the music. It's good music. Country. Come on, everybody. <laughs> What's the song? Uh... Alright. The name of the song? Yeah, I don't I didn't uh, look it up. Maggie's Patrol. Okay. No, I'm cool. just kidding. I don't know. Find I, it on Spotify. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> But uh it's Richard and Su- it's just a little montage it's of them a, spinning yeah, around on the motorboat. They're having a fun date. Uh Susan's, she's wearing a cute cow top. Susan's kissing him too. Yeah. I mean they cheek. start smooching. Yeah. She tells Susan he's worried about her because there's a killer on the loose and she assures him yep. that as long as he's not the killer, she's gonna be fine. She's safe. Aww, Aww. So sweet. So what they they go to this carpenter that's so his again, name over, is Broderick. The soap opera continues. Right. This I is, thought it was uh, Robert, but it's Broderick. No, I looked it up and I listened closely. His name's Broderick. Bro- Broderick is at the church sanding pews. He's a woodworker. A woodworker. Frank the chief right. wants to know what's going on. He he wants to talk to him because his name 
was found in Rita, the sex worker, PC, PC, PC. Right, I understand. Uh, she was a hooker. She was a whore. She was a lady of the night in, in Northern California. Well, she um, was a beautician first and foremost. Yeah, she yes, did the yeah. whoring on the side. Yeah, the Russian whoring. Right. Uh, but uh, they, they want to talk to him because his name is in his her. name was in her address book. Yeah. And Broderick gets a little mad. He's like, "Ah, I told her it wasn't a thing. Yeah, you know, I slept with her once, and she kept coming around the shop. And I told her go away, you know, because Broderick's wife was going to find out." Um, and she went away. And Frank then says, well, she's turned up dead. And since her name was in, your name was in her address book, uh, she was killed by a blunt, what do you say, a blunt? A blunt, a bl- like blunt a lead pipe? object. Yeah, like something like that. Like yeah. the one you're holding, because he had like a chisel no, in his hand. Sorry, a, a sharp-edged. Sharp-edged. Object, yeah. like the one you're holding to, like the to sand hold. the pews. Yep. To sand the pew. To sand the pews. Uh, I believe that there are so many false red narrations. Herring. Red herrings. Yes, yeah. when they want to try to call it the killer. So Frank is, says to Broderick, I'll be talking to you later. Yeah, Broderick's I know. just got this like bladed yeah, chisel like, in his hand, like son of a bitch. You, yeah. So it's like, is he the killer? No, he's not. He, uh, killed, he killed Rita to keep her from blabbing to her wife, to his wife. Well, that's stupid. I mean, yeah, again, yeah, the soap yeah. opera continues. Uh, no kidding. This is a fun one. Uh, back at Neb's Fishery, Gerald pulls up and he asks old Jimmy, our uh, our hand, our, our our worker, our worker at yeah. the help me with this stuff. Yeah, he's got like the heavy like computers. He's installing he's bringing the, the computer. One computer at he's, Lillian. Yeah, he's bringing found that for Lillian. For yeah. Lillian, the the house story. There's a lot of doors. There's 29 doors. There's a lot of steps. The person who built this house was crazy. Oh, is that was the stuff kind of, Jimmy was saying? Yeah, was this yeah. some kind of foreshadowing? Maybe. I thought that the killer might, you know, those Scooby-Doo, like when they would run out of one door and the other, like, do 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 Oh, the like hallway the, shot? Yeah. There's the, multiple doors. I thought that was going to come up in this movie. No, like, because like, really. there's so many doors and stairs, but uh, there's yeah. nothing there. Um so what I get excited about is after the computer's installed, yeah, we go back to the pig's wife, right? And it's a <laughs> <laughs> our uh, farmer, our pig farmer lady is washing dishes again, mm-hmm. and there's a violent thunderstorm. That violent as fuck, like it's like boom. Violent AF. Pretty good uh, thunder and lightning sounds. So? I don't know for the time, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like... <laughs> you know, and strobe, I think that was better. Strobe light outside, yeah. and she's like, "Oh shit, a storm." Um, so funny I wrote what's her right. name <laughs> we don't know her name we never learn her name you know it'd be helpful if even she was just wearing a name tag that said Susie <laughs> who knows you know Pig Farmer right so it's Mrs. Pig Farmer it's Trevor's wife Trevor who was in one scene early in the movie like who had probably she's a book? just some rando lady it's Trevor's Trevor's partner sure a PC as fuck I'm turns around it. and like sees the white mass killer outside of the door she notices the axe first and it was like holy shit and screams and and yeah. you know shuts the door throws a it just starts running you know uh shuts a runs into a different room shuts the door locks it and throws a table against it and she's trying to get out a different door. great axe scene and this axe murderer just starts hacking that door fuck yeah you know like the shining the only thing that uh they didn't say was here's johnny yeah hacks the shit meanwhile the farmer here's lady, jimmy the farmer lady uh gets the other door open and runs out into the pig farm or the pig uh, barn building yeah that's what i wrote guess where she runs take a guess yeah to her pig barn and shuts off the light and hides in there she thinks he's gone then she exits the door and he's the killer the killer was like hiding in the hay yeah hay down like 
and hits her in the leg and gets her to fall oh, over. Yeah. And that's, she's crawling for... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's like when we talk about hacking, that is the mm-hmm. one scene where I was talking about where he does get her in the back. Yeah. The blood trickles, the blood flows. Right. So, I mean, obviously it's like, you know, the pump pumping the blood out of a prosthetic yeah. on the back so but pig, pig farmer lady is dead she's fucked she's done we um, don't know who she is r.i.p yeah uh, pour one out pour for one pig out for lady. a pig farmer lady so back to my favorite part making bacon i don't know why i said that <laughs> i don't know why i said that we meet the talking computers lillian is at the computer and so it says it, the when the camera goes to the screen it says icarus connected and we hear the computer say Icarus connected. <laughs> All right, everyone, calm down. I, I have uh, the sound that it makes. Well, Lillian's getting ready to basically instant message with Gerald, so she's typing yeah. various things to Gerald. So it sounds like this. Gerald, are you home? No access. Gerald Martin's file. So anyway, and she's typing this stuff. Yeah, and and the she, computer is saying it. Yes, if yeah. you like, when you type up, look like if you were like looking for, right. you know. Japan unicorn porn. Japan unicorn. Well, porn. when I was a kid, anytime the computer would say something, we would immediately start typing swear words. Yeah, boobs or like boobs, tits, yeah. fuck, <laughs> shit, and we'd listen to the computer say it. We're like, that's so funny. The that's... computer's saying what we type. Well, ah. We don't do a lot of off. We do some office references, but when he meets uh, "Love You Long Tim," <laughs> the very end. "Love You Long Tim." Yeah, yeah. boobs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the tech computer, it's very tech savvy for the 80s. Yep. Um, that's how they really thought that what computers would be like. I mean, I think it's so funny. Yeah. Like, it's... Well, Lillian is more or less trying to text with Gerald yes. at his computer, but he's not there. He's not answering. Interesting. But, yeah. They try to sh- set you up to show you that Gerald is a killer. Is Gerald a killer? Because he's not answering. And this is right about the time the pig farmer's wife's getting killed. Yeah. Although there's no thunderstorm going on at Lillian's house. <laughs> right? Well, they can pass quickly. Oh, okay. I guess, but this movie moves quick. We got yeah. edits in here, folks. Now, so it's Lily the and next Jer- day. Yeah, they finally meet up and they're opening up to each other at the local soda shoppy shop. Yep, shoppy shop with shop with another shop P with an e. e. Yeah. Well, we find out she lost her mom. Her dad was good to her. Got her off her meds. Kiku kiku. She had yeah. She went away to boarding school, but she uh, called into class six so much that she just. Eventually thought that she literally was sick and had to come home, and she was under medical supervision. And her dad was the best doctor. He, the dad, yeah. got rid of all the medicine. Yep. So he then, was great. That was quick. It was a quick nod to like, hey, what's going on with you, Lillian? Until she says, "Hey, Gerald, I was going through your computer, the mm-hmm. one you gave me. Mm-hmm. Notice that you have the names of all the people, all the ladies that have been killed so far yeah. by this serial killer that what's we have up go- with that? around the community." And he's like, "Well." He doesn't say like, "Oh, I'm just doing research," or it's computer. It's fine. He's like, "I've also got the names of everybody that's been killed in a car accident, and all of the forest fires that have happened in California <laughs> in the last ten years." <laughs> like, why? Um, like that doesn't answer a question. Like he's extremely vague about that. <laughs> and why would that make me feel any better? Oh, you've got that other stuff. You've I got guess everybody. It's okay, yeah, then. you've got people that have been killed in car accidents yeah, and forest fires. So you I'm get a cool. pass. I'm yeah. gonna stop this line of questioning now and move on and ask you about your parents um very weird so yeah he, gerald feels nothing for his parents no she asked him about his parents and he's just like i don't love them i don't hate them yeah they just taught they, me to be self-sufficient and, they and just, that's what i am that's that i feel nothing towards them uh, uh reverend clinton walked father clinton walked. father clinton is you know uh are you going to be at rehearsal this afternoon lillian's in the choir and she's like yes of course Religion and slasher movies are the best. Yeah, because we then go to 
choir practice, lots of close-ups. Yeah, weird close-ups. Weird close-ups. Where we meet the okay, reference there. There's also this punk rock chick, eighties punk rock, like yep. skate skater girl in, like, in the choir. Yeah, in the choir. She's yeah. got like the punk rock blonde tips. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Christopher I, Kaplan is like the guy who's the music playing the piano. And I want to go ahead and bring this up right now. He sure. was also in pieces. We watched the movie called Pieces a few episodes. Episode ago. enter the episode now, Andy. Episode twenty four. Yeah. Um I'll edit it in later. Yeah, edit it in later. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, let's rewind now. Ep- Andy, we were watching Pieces, episode, episode 17. And he was actually, <laughs> he was re- uh, Professor Brown. Yes. They were the, picking on him in that movie. Yeah. Because he, he was, was a homosexual. Homosexual. Which the dean in that movie was like, I don't have a problem with his affliction, <laughs> calling it an affliction. And yeah. I mean, that was just the time, man. It That's was. That's what they thought. But he so. did, but his character was very much more relevant in that movie than it was yeah. in this one. Oh, for sure. But it's still like a not only this isn't the last pieces reference we're going to see in this movie. Right. Um. But we we get those weird close ups and uh, one of them is on this guy, Christopher Kaplan. Yes. Uh, like the the weird director's eyes, and I'm like, is this a new creep effect? Like I don't know. I don't know like why they did that. The, you know, the director is using the classic POV stalker look around. But... Well, they did it when Lillian came in because Lillian showed up for choir practice late. a little late. And that's when they go to, like, the reverend's face looking at her. And then Christopher Kaplan's face, like, right up to his eyes looking at her. Yeah, they're throwing out, again, those false nods towards, you know, the the audience looking for the killer. Yeah. Is he the killer? Yeah. So now we're back on the lake with Richard and Susan as they make out and listen to some great music. We're on the lake. The boat won't start. Richard's like, hey, hey, Susan, I got to go. Yeah. I look like Tom Cruise and Charlie Sheen. I gotta, we gotta so get out They're making out, and then he just, out of the yeah. blue, was like, all right, I gotta go. Again, it's like, oh, he's abrupt, he's a killer. He's actually a sweet guy, I think. No nudity but... in this movie. Because I really thought this is where it was going to be. Oh, yeah. But there wasn't any. <laughs> um, they find, they the, the boat won't start as they're done making out, and, he, and you know, he's got to go. Yeah. He's got to go kill some more rats. <laughs> They, you know, they, the boat won't start, so Susan takes a look behind the boat at the motor, and a decapitated head floats up. Yeah, it's like stuck in the prop, the propeller of the, of the motor. Marina and she screams and. Yeah, I was like, is this the pig farmer? Because all we no know is they say it's Mar- is. Marina Adams. She worked she at the worked... psychiatric clinic. That much we know. Yeah, that's right. She's on my kill count. Maureen Adams. Maureen Adams. She was the floating head. Yeah, and she had been working at the psychiatric clinic. Yeah. So uh, the ladies of the church are now talking. Um, right. We cut to well. First, I mean, right after they find that floating head, they uh, cut to Richard back at the house with uh, Gerald playing, playing darts. He's throwing darts at a dartboard against a tree, telling, uh, telling Gerald like she was a, she was some some psychiatrist at the psychiatric. Clinic. No, 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 no. That comes a little later, bro. No, that's right after. It's right after Richard and Susan find a head. They cut to Richard throwing darts at the dartboard, at telling Gerald she was she was just some psychiatric, and he's worried. He's worried a little bit that his wife. He mentions like I think Laura's cheating with with Nebs. That was like the only mention of it. Um, but then we go back to the church where there's a point of view of someone listening to all these church ladies. Yeah, and they all think it's Nebs. They think it's old man Nebs. Old man Nebs, who they... we really haven't seen like no. close up. We saw him from a. Whoops. We saw him from a... Yeah, we saw him from a distance. Like, 
We saw him from the boat. Yeah, from the when boat. He was helping. Uh, this is Lillian Lord. and Susan's dad. Yeah, he owns an Epps fishery. Yeah. Um, but you know, they all think it's him because they found his name in Rita's book. Mm-hmm. They he took, I guess, the headless corpse, whoever the head was, up to that area of the lake. Oh. So it's again, you're like, you're starting to think they're really trying to throw you off to who the killer is, and it's like, and he, and someone is listening to all of this yes. outside the door, uh, the back room of the church. Okay, so, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and jump to Anna Bixby. She is the conductor. She helps Christopher Kaplan with the music. She was one of the women talking about. Yes, she could is. Could this be Old Man Nebs? Anna Bixby, for yeah. our horror fans out there, played the Dean. When Dean was a young child in the very beginning of Pieces, she was the mother that, that he axed up. So she, yeah. So she was also in the movie Pieces. Yes, she was the first one to die. Like wow. she, she was the mother, and he was under the, you know, like when they discovered the little boy, they yep. So Go back she, and listen to that episode. Yes. So Anna Bixby dies. Uh, and before I want to get into her kill, I, I don't her 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 dog died. Why do I get so pissed off? Like I don't care if someone's decapitated, mutilated, guts ripped open, but if I see a dog die, yeah. She I get comes home. Pissed. Anna Bixby comes home and she's like, Ricky, calling yeah. for Ricky, her dog. Where's my little boy? Where's my good dog, Ricky? Mm. He's not there. Jody was covering her ass. She's like, fuck. Because she's, as soon as somebody calls for the dog and the dog doesn't come, it's bad news. So, Rita, Michael Myers ate dogs. We know uh, that. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't remember a lot of dogs being killed like there, in our movies. No, there haven't been. Because um, it, it does not get a slashy from me. No. I don't like it. Yeah, it's no good. But Anna's walking around the house. Yeah, sorry. And getting ready. Is she like she's like prepping dinner or something? And there's like a drip. There's blood dripping from blood the dripping from the ceiling onto a into a bowl on her on her dining room table. And she's like, "What is that?" And goes upstairs to check it out. And her dog is dead on the floor with a with a slash wound on its neck. Yeah, it looked like it was kind of cute. I mean, I was like, "Well, here's a good." It looked like it was sleeping. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Shh, shh, shh." The director probably just brought in a camera and they just dropped droplets of blood around it and went, yeah. okay, action. I'm sure it was a makeup job. Yeah, but I mean, a the trained dog, dog. Yeah, the, the dog, dog was, was a trained Because it was there. not a stuffed dog. But... No, it was trained to lay there, but it had like a massive like neck wound that you're supposed to believe somebody Poor killed it. Fucking baby. It was a cute little Jack Russell Terrier, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, she's horrified that Ricky is dead and something's wrong. She runs to go get a gun, but she can't find the bullet. So as she reaches for some shotguns from a pantry, uh, the killer is in there and slices off her fingers. Awesome. Rad. I was like, this is cool. Very cool. So she's now fingerless and uh, running through her house, and the killer hacks away at her, just fucking hacks away at her. Oh, it's amazing. And so with the fingers getting cut off and then the body getting axed up pretty well, mm-hmm. our killer hacks the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. That is Nyx. <gasps> Dick kills out of the week. Out of the week. Slash you sponsored. Pew, 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 pew. Drink Gatorade. Pew, pew, pew. Capri Sun, I mean. Um, I'd like to take a quick second and explain Dick Shot Kill just because we haven't done it yet in season two. We haven't? Slash you. We have not. And we haven't updated our website either. I'll take care of that. <laughs> Chill out, man. This isn't exactly a paying gig here um, yet. I have a lot on my plate. Uh, Dick, shill, Dick shot kill. Dick kill shot. 
the the oh, term shit. comes from the very first movie we watched. It, for those of you who might be fairly new listeners to Slash You, first of all, thank you. We welcome you. Um, the reason we call we each pick a kill each week is our dick kill shot stems from the very first episode we ever watched, season one, episode one, Splatter University. The first kill in that movie. And you did that tonight. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I just wanted to say that that was the first kill mm-hmm. of that movie. Was also my that was mine. And so tonight was go oh, sorry. You know what I'm saying. It was the first kill ever for Slash U was a person getting stabbed in the penis. And it was the first kill. Yes, the first kill of so that, that movie. Is a, that is a, but it was the first movie, first, first dick kill, kill. shot. Yeah. It was, but it was a dude getting hit in the nass. In the dick. In the dick. dick and kill so shot. we called it a dick kill shot. And now, so then for every, every movie that we've watched since then, every favorite kill of either Nick's or mine, we call that our dick shot kill. No, dick kill shot. Dick kill shot. Dick is shot a dick kill. Sh- is a dick shot kill or... We got to figure that out. It's soon. a shot to the dick. I think I think our three or four listeners are going to be fucking pissed if we don't. Figure I don't it care out. if we never settle. I don't care. <laughs> but I don't care if we get longer. We're settling an hour but here. My dick shot kill of this week. You're right. Was the first kill yes. of this movie, that's and it was a good. It was a rad kill, and I'm going to give Andy props on that because it was a car wash kill. Very creative. Yeah. Very rad. So um, this is big. Anna Bixby's dead. Anna Bixby's dead, and now we're back to Lillian and Gerald talking on their computers instead of the phone. Lillian doesn't feel good about all the murders, and she's scared. Um, she yeah, tells, that was a weird scene. Cause yeah, she, she said, "I need to see you." She does. She yeah. She types to him, "I need to see you," and she's he scared. says, "He types, wait for me at," and they they cut away to them. Well, the I mean, the, the, they they meet at the, like a dock on but the they lake. Just wait for me at the computer. Of course, is saying it. Wait, wait for, for me. No, it's at. a sexy voice. Wait for me at. <laughs> wait for me. <laughs> Oh, wait for me at the pizza place. Mi amore, come wait for me. But she, <laughs> this is when we hear the story of baby Lillian and her cousin, Charlie. Yeah. She was pushing Charlie on a swing when they were both kids. She pushed him too hard and he fell off. It hit his head pretty damn hard. Fractured his skull. Fractured his skull, sending him to doctors and eventually a mental institute. Yep. She wants to find out about him, so she tells Gerald that, you know, Google, I mean, the computer, right. I asked where my cousin was, right, Charlie, and there was only one Nebs that they released from a mental, assist, a mental institute that happened to be in our community two, two months years, ago. Two months ago. Two, two months two ago. Two years ago? Two months, months ago. ago. So is Charlie... Is that the killer? Is Charlie, who we haven't fucking seen the right. killer? I know. Shut the fuck up, Spanish director. They really try to yeah. mislead us along so they many... They really do it for Gerald at the end, but we won't go with that. I mean, so we go back right. to the church? And uh, Sheriff Frank McIntosh tells Father Clinton, Mrs. Bixby is dead. Mm-hmm. She was found by a neighbor. Uh, she won't be at choir practice anymore. She gone. And most of the fingers on her right hand yeah her cut off yeah so she's dead and so is ricky um, fucking so. no one fucking fuck you sheriff or chief frank for ricky not the dog dead too so the love music plays as Gerald and lily swing on a swing next to the new lake. scene yeah the yeah, new scene the love is in the air the music is patching it they're are, are, are matching it together their shirts are perfectly connected with pink <laughs> one's wearing black converse high tops one wearing one is wearing red high top it's a it's a beautiful scene right and as they're swinging on this one swing, she looks at uh, Gerald lovingly and goes, where were you last night? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I was uh, doing this. And she's Rep- like, he's like had to repair a game and something. Yeah, and she said, Gerald, whatever. you're mysterious. 
I think we should get rid of the computer. I think it's a hindrance on our relationship. I think our relationship is becoming too dependent on technology. Yeah. And her mood takes a swing. This, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Because I just, in my notes right here, verbatim, yeah. this is what I wrote. This is when I'm starting to think Lily's a little out of her head. Uh-huh. Maybe the killer, question mark. Anyway, she starts swinging. She's, they're angry at each other now. Cause She's like, I'm going to push you so hard on this swing, you're going to fall off. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He's joking around. And he's so like, it flashes back to her and a little she boy. She starts having flashbacks of pushing her cousin so Charlie is, is on the Charlie swing. Is Charlie real? We don't and know. And uh, she pushes him so hard that he sort of jumps off the swing, and she calls him Charlie. And he's like, what did you just say? And she's like, I, ca- I called you Charlie. <sighs> figure yeah. out whatever. And he's like, come on, let's go and get and, on the motorcycle. And then this is the worst scene ever. Yeah. Lillian is on the back of the bike and goes, hey, Gerald, where did you get that scar on the back of your neck? And he responds to it like this. Oh, um... Um, it was a motorcycle accident, like if a couple it was a, years ago. Yeah, if it was a motorcycle, well, if it was a couple years ago, it wouldn't be. It would be very healed. Yeah, all the killings have been happening in the past like week. So. I know. So this now are a, we like? Is Gerald like stupid her long lost cousin Charlie? Yeah, who yeah. Had a head injury. Sorry, like, loud. what are they trying to do here? Exactly. So, ay ay ay. Back to now. We're at. Uh, is it Mrs. Bix- Bixby's Miss- funeral? Yes. Why is Lorenzo Yamas in this? I don't know why we had this scene at all, Nick. It was Mrs. Bixby's funeral. Father it's a good Clinton. Call. Father Clinton is, you know, saying a prayer, and that's where there's close-ups of him. There's close-ups of other random Lorenzo dudes. Yamas. Lorenzo Lorenzo Yamas. Lorenzo Lamas Yamas in the audience. We're just doing these close-ups of these various dudes at the funeral while the while the priest a great is giving point. a prayer. The scene was meaningless. It had nothing to do with anything. The only thing I wrote about this is, again, I I, I took a photo, Google Lorenzo Lamas, um, right. and the creepy, the, the creepy close-ups. Only thing I wrote about this, Andy, and you, it's even better than my Lorenzo. Why is this scene there? It made no sense. It didn't. Uh, this Other is why it was this a is, bridge. This is slash a, you. We're educating yeah. you. Yeah, well, it was maybe a bridge between uh, Lillian questioning the scar on gerald's head no and then the next no, scene you're reaching well, i love you the very next scene is gerald pulling up to his house in the rain yes on his motorcycle yes and this is lilia's uh it's raining it's it's thundering it's again it's 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 setting up for something because lillian is there she needed to get a place out of the rain on her way back to the fishery right the the, the, the cabin where you know they the, where the, she lives the, she lives the saxophone music starts to play it's fucking sexy as shit. And really so I'm thought like, there'd be a sex scene here. I thought there'd be a sensual, like, like not like grabbing boob, but maybe like, yeah, like what's a rub? Like what's a sexy word for rub? I don't know, massage. Massage the breast, like. Yeah. I'm not maybe, looking for. I'm not looking for you, but I, with the, but the music played, so I was like, there we're gonna see some. You boobs. really thought, oh, there's gonna be some toplessness or side of a butt cheek, typical slasher. Yes, sex scene didn't happen. Um, uh, again, the, the sax sounds great, right. but there is no, we see her back. That's it. As she's changing Lillian, out of her wet clothes. Yeah. Cause Lillian's all wet. Gerald naturally, yeah. uh, offers her some of his clothes. So blah, as he, blah, blah. as he's making coffee and she uh, gets in dry clothes, he's, he's curious about why Lily is looking up things on Google. I'm sorry. The central mainframe. Yeah. Icarus. Icarus. Whatever his name is. She, uh, you know, she's like, what are you looking at? She's like, well, I'm looking at medical school, medical school information in Portland, Oregon. <clears throat> Bullshit. Bullshit. She's lying. She's looking at different insane asylums. She was trying to... She says she's researching her, her long-lost cousin, Charlie. What? One of those is Dorothea Dix in Raleigh, North Carolina. Slash, uh, shout out, 80s uh, horror, arcade, horror arcade. He's from Raleigh. Uh, so right. it's a Dorothea Dix. It's an old insane asylum. 
oh, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. I noticed that because that's where I'm nice. from. So. Well, one of the doctors that she found in her search was a Dr. Martin, who she started asking Gerald. Yeah, all the women that have been killed have worked in the same asylum that yeah. Charlie was in. Yeah. So then she looks at Gerald, who, who's now all of a sudden like, I want to take you home. Well, you better get, yeah, you better leave. Let's take you home. And she's like, is Gerald, is your father, Philip, Dr. Martin? Philip Martin. Philip Martin. And he doesn't, you know, she, he says like what? Philip Martin married my mother. He's not my dad, whatever. He's very uh, hesitant to speak about it. So it's like, fuck, is he the killer? And his dad was a doctor. The suspense is killing me, Andy. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. They're really throwing out all these different, like, red herring, red herring. Look, oh, my God. I hit the mic. By this Look time, over here. Look over here. It's by this stupid. time, I know, though. Like, I, 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 right. I know, like, because Richard... Well, let's let's talk about that. Next scene we uh, takes us to Laura, who's who is Richard's wife. Richard's older wife, Laura Simmons. She's with her, what we assume to be her investor, banker, financial advisor, whoever, she, accountant. She's broke. She broke. She has no money. So she so takes off to Maggie's. She goes to Maggie's bar and she gets drunk with Christopher Kaplan, yeah. the the piano composer guy from the church choir. Which we, Richard thinks she's having an affair with old man Nebs. She is not. She's Be- not. She is with Christopher Kaplan. She's hanging out with Chris Kaplan. Who is not of the homosexual promiscuity. Not in this movie, anyway. Not in this movie. But he's, uh, they're getting drunk together at the bar. Drunk and as fuck. Drunk AF. Pretty twisted. Uh, <laughs> twisted. I like twisted. that. Twisted. That's like that a, a shout out to my buddy Crackle. Who hey, used Crackle. to get twisted in Green Bay. Anyway, I like that. Twisted. Laura and Kaplan uh, get in the car. Which is not a good idea when you've been drinking. <laughs> We're so drunk. What do we do? Let's drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what was which was that? Happy Gilmore? What Adam Sandler movie where he's like, hey, why don't you go have some drinks and then you know drive home? Oh, I think that was yeah, like when uh, Shooter <laughs> McGavin. Yeah. So twenty five twenty five years. <laughs> they should have called a slash Uber. Hey oh. <laughs> slash Uber new. <laughs> New service coming to your phones. Yeah, where we dress up as one of your favorite slasher killers. So there's a long, we are running. That's fine. It's okay. There's kind of a long scene where Laura's driving and Kaplan. Yes. Chris, Ka- I'm just calling Kaplan. Chris That's good. Christopher Kaplan. Kaplan. He's kind of falling asleep, passing out. Yeah, he falling is falling against her in the passenger seat. He keeps, yeah, and she keeps like, get up, you know, get knock it off, quit falling on me. And she's trying to drive the car. She ends up. Um, swerving to miss a tree branch that's in the road and she ends up uh, skidding out skidding and crash hitting her head on the steering wheel yeah yeah and chris I, is uh passed out knocked out in the past he looks dead to be because that's what he i wrote does. i was christopher dead because she's like waiting on him he doesn't move like this like Ugh. like if i'm passed out drunk and people Ugh. Ugh. you kind of shrug your shoulder like leave me alone right. she's like she he's he's, he's out he's, he's like, like this he's cold nope you know, like he just yeah. falls against the dashboard. So she gets out of the car to ease her bump. She's like just trying to namaste. She's trying to yeah. get her wits together. But um, then the she hazards, walks back to the car. The hazards of the car, the hazard lights start flashing. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yep. You fuck. I know, right? You von Drew. The, the click, click, click of, yeah. the, of the, so the flashers. She, she, and she wa- was like, what's that going on? Walks up to the passenger side and she's like, She's like Christopher. Christopher, are you okay? It's not Christopher. Okay, it's not Christopher. The guy jumps up and it's that killer. It's the guy with the Q-tip head. He's got the white mask on, and she's like, ah, screaming, and a chase ensues. She runs off into the woods. Is Christopher the killer? Uh, You're right. And our (laughs) um, our killer uh, uh, Laura falls over on on the ground, and our killer approaches, and uh, the scene goes black before we assume she's getting killed. Yeah, she's dead. We know it's not Christopher. So again, we're. Uh, and but again, where was he? Like they, yes. they explain it later, but he's gone. 
No, like, he's gone. But... They do explain it later. They do explain it later, but also I also write this. If we know it's... When we find out it's not Christopher... Right. How'd the killer know they are going to wreck there? Like, they roofie the drinks at Maggie's, and if they did, how would they know when the roofie would state a fact? Like, I think the killer probably put the tree branch in the road to make him swerve, but oh, I don't know why. God damn it, but, but yes! if it's premeditated, like, how did... Was the killer following them to the bar and, like, knew they were going to be driving down that road yeah, and knew to God, put the tree branch? Now we're pulling at branches. There's a lot. There's a lot. Of that, there's a lot up, left up to chance here. Yeah, I, I wrote that in my notes here, but... Um, uh, uh, I gotta quit saying that. I apologize to it's the okay. students. The next so, day, Richard pulls up to Gerald, and he's worried about his wife, Laura. She's he, missing. She's missing. She hasn't been home last night. She didn't even sleep in, in the house last night. Mm-hmm. So Gerald's like, why in the fuck do you care? You don't like you, her. You don't like her. You want to divorce her. Hey, Gerald, are you the killer? Did you do that for your buddy? And Richard is pissed because he's like, uh, I... It's not I, It's not that she's divorcing me or she left me, but she robbed me. All the money's gone in our robbed account. Robbed It's her money. Yeah. she's ro- She robbed me. So Richard is a dickbag. First of all, he's married an older woman just for her money. He doesn't even like her. He tries cheating on her all over the place. Now that she's gone and all the money's gone, he has the balls to be upset? Like, what? Well, this what is... <laughs> now I feel go, like go a... kill some rats, you piece of shit. Well, God damn it, now I feel like a dick, because in my notes this is what I wrote. You I feel was like, sorry for him? No, because he's like, hey, let's... Well, first off, I didn't write my note, but he's yeah. like, hey, I'm so pissed. Let's go have a beer together and just yeah. fuck it. And so he Gerald's to, like, yeah. Gerald's like, hey, Richard, I can't go have beers with you, brother. Yeah. To celebrate or to be bummed that your wife is gone? Yeah. Obviously dead because there's a killer in our Northern California community. But I have a date tonight with Lillian. And he's right. like, well, fuck you. You're going to become a microchip head. You know, kind of computer yeah, Your brain's going to turn into a microchip yeah. hanging yeah. out with those computers. Seriously. It's like, you know, hey. That's a good one, buddy. Ooh. Yeah, but there you go. Um, <laughs> I probably would have said that. that I, I probably would have said this. General, do whatever you want. They're probably going to talk like this soon. Hey, Richard, how are you? I'm just kidding. That was lame. But he does, Richard, what he does finally do it. He's like, hey, he apologizes. Yeah. Like, that's where you see his humanity. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm sorry. Go out with her. Have a good time. Safe sex. Right. And Make so, sure you wrap it. Yeah. So I knew right away. I knew this whole time I knew Richard wasn't a killer. So, right. But I just want to make this note uh, last time we see him. It's cool. That's true. Yeah. That's it for the movie. He's not in the movie anymore yeah. after that. Uh, so, but Nebs, now old man Nebs calls the church. Right. We're back at choir practice. Yes. And there's a phone call. Old so, man Nebs, yeah. Sydney, Sydney Prescott's dad. He's calling uh, Father Clinton. What did he say? I didn't... Make sure Lillian gets home safe because... That's right. Susan and I are up north grabbing like a boat or something. Right. So Father Clinton needs to give Lillian a ride home after choir practice. No problem. But yeah. Father... Or I'm sorry. Um, Nebs, old man Nebs wants to talk to Lillian. Uh, and Father's like, I'll go call her for you real quick. He comes outside as everyone's leaving choir practice you know the two Lillian's two friends are like tell us about the boy with the motorcycle and Lillian's like he's super nice whatever and Father Clinton (laughs) yeah Father Clinton's like your father's on the phone Uh, go talk to him a very Sidney Prescott feel from Scream which everyone loves obviously but Lillian goes inside to talk to her dad on the phone Father Clinton's outside and Sam the sheriff's deputy pulls up and totally F's up his lines did you notice this? no I had to rewind it and watch it again Sam, the sheriff's deputy, F's up his lines. He comes up and he says to Father Clinton, um, you know, we found the body of a man, I mean, of, of a woman on the side of the road. And it was uh, identified as Mary Simmons. Her name's Laura Simmons. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sam 
fucks his lines in this scene. I like I really want to watch it again. I was like, did he just mess that I up? I swear, Buka, I was thinking that, yeah. but I'm writing notes as I'm watching the no, movie. But I was the like, actor, the actor screwed up the lines and they didn't say cut almost, and retake it. It and, was bad. And there's no goofs. Like if you even go to the IMDb, I like looking at goofs. More think there's nothing yeah. in there about that. Uh, yep, yeah, we found a man, the body of a man, a woman. <laughs> they're filming. The a, they're the filming in Humboldt we County. Identified it later as Mary. It was Mary Simmons, and the Father Clinton's like, oh my goodness, you got to be kidding me. It's like it's not Mary Simmons. It's well, Laura Simmons. Simmons. I noticed. I did kind of, so, but not like you'd good hilarious. call. Uh, giving Andy Nooks. But they found in the in the pocket of uh, of one of the man. They found they did find a man and a woman, but in the pocket of the man was a, a music from the church choir. Yes. So they think Father Clinton could identify the body. The body. And that's why he's like, "You got to come with me right now." Again, I bring up Sidney Prescott's dad and scream because why is old man Nabs calling? Why is he worried about like it's is it? Because there was an aspect of Scream when you first saw it. Right. Is Sidney Prescott's dad the killer? Well. And this is, again, way, made way before Scream, but it was kind of, I guess, a way to set up that old man Nebs and Susan are out of town. Lillian comes out of the church, and Father Clinton is nowhere to be found. That's who's supposed to give her a ride home. She doesn't know where he is. And old uh, Broderick, the woodworker guy, rolls up. He's like, what are you doing? Hey, Mary Poppins, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm waiting for Father Clinton. I don't know where he is. And Broderick's like, that's fine. I'll take you home. Let's go. Yeah, not, yeah. trying to make it creepy. It's not. It's not at all. We cut to Father Father Clinton is with the police. He's with Sam, the deputy, and um, Frank McIntosh, Sheriff Frank, identifying a body. He identifies it as Chris Kaplan. Because they, yes, yes. Uh, so that's where Chris was. And he under was in the, the body, seat. and under the axed up body yep. of Chris Kaplan, who they finally find, there's so, the name tag that the people, the employees of the fishery, Nebs. that old man Nebs. Yep. It's Nebs the name tags. Nebs. Yep. Which we assume could be. They found it under Laura's dead body. Laura's dead body. We we, we assume it could be anyone from the fishery. Right. But we do know, uh, spoiler alert, that. Lillian did give it to Gerald as a memento. A gift, yeah. Yes. So Gerald has. So it's like, is it Gerald? Did he die? So they determine in this scene, uh, Father uh, Father Clinton's going to go back to wherever he's going, the church, wherever. But the cops are like, let's stop at Neb's Fishery. Let's just swing by there on our way uh, back to the station or whatever. And that is a great setup because the cops now are decided, like, we need to go visit Neb's because we found the name tag. Yep. Back at Nebs, Lillian is uh, on the computer trying to get in touch with Gerald through the computer messenger. Yeah, through hey, AOL, AOL Instant AOL, Messenger. Gerald, are you there? I am trying to find you. Yeah. I have a sexy voice. It's, she hears noises coming from her house, and I don't want to sound weird, but she's barefoot, and I, God, uh, I hope it's kind of like, I'm not saying feet turn me on, but it was kind of like rad. She's like walking around the house barefoot. Mm -hmm. She's a pretty person, and she's holding an axe barefoot. I don't yeah. know what that says about me, but um, she's trying like really to really turn you on. Is that what you're saying? Because uh, I'm not a foot fetish guy. Like I'm right. cool with talking to my friends here. But a chick here. with an axe and with no bare, shoes on and bare feet. It's so hot. So she's looking for when the sounds come. She hears a sound, so we we assume that the killer's coming. Yes, we see a gloved hand touch the banister. She's locked it. Yeah, so it's it's the it's coming inside. It's the boots. Yeah. Uh, Lillian is in her bedroom. She feels safe. She throws an axe down the bedroom. Uh, I mean, on a couch in her bedroom, she throws an axe down, but she she listens out her doors and listens out her bedroom door and hears something. Mm -hmm. She quietly opens up and this it's is when Gerald. He, no, 
She says, Charlie, is oh. that you? Oh, she says, Charlie. I, yes. I missed that. Sorry, no, bud. She says, hey, Charlie, is that you? And then Gerald, yeah. with all of a sudden, black fucking... That's what I mean. Gerald, throughout Gerald this movie, he got... He looked more and more haggard and tired, and he, this in this scene, he looks like he's been snorting crack and he's, <laughs> and he's on the downswing. Like he's got baggy under his yes. eyes, and he's just like, Ugh. yeah. But he's you not know. even holding an axe. What he's he right. he opens she opens the door and she's like, "Hey, Charlie, is that you?" He appears all of a sudden on the hallway and goes, "There is no Charlie." Right. You are Charlie. Right. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. You were the one that's sick. You were the one that was in the mental hospital. He mental hospital. All of it. You were the one that was yeah. on the swing. You were the one trying to race your past. Listen, I will show you. I will pull up Central Atticus or whatever. Icarus. Icarus. Uh, she wants to w- run away from her past. So I took a photo of everyone that was killed. Yeah. They, everyone had, like, uh, our, our night worker. Yeah. Um, she was uh, the beautician at this insane asylum. Uh, everyone, the, the the car wash, like everyone worked there. Tied to the asylum somehow. She only killed Laura because she, uh, she thought she was sleeping with her dad. Ah. But she go. wasn't. So basically what's happening here is Gerald is telling yes, Lillian, yes. you're the killer. You are sick. And you have psychoamnesia or whatever it's called. Yeah. You you fell off the swing when you were a kid. Yes. You fractured your skull. They took you to an insane asylum or, or an asylum and were helping you. And that's where you invented Charlie. Yes. You invented Charlie. As you a, were the one that fell. Yes. It didn't happen. It happened to you. But Gerald. She refuses. She's like this ridiculous screaming and crying. He grabs her at yeah. the end of telling her all this. He grabs her and says, listen, I'll run away with you. I love you. I love you. I'll he make... knows that she's killed all these people. I'll make it better. And, and we'll start we'll, a new life. We'll go find help somewhere. So and she. She she's is screaming. She she thinks he's accepted. Charlie. Yeah, he's the killer. Yes, yeah. she's like she thinks Gerald is Charlie. Charlie. You got out of a mental institution and you've been killing everybody. She runs out of the house and he runs after her as the cops are pulling up and this he's running up. This is my question because the cops are just coming from the murder scene of Chris Kaplan and Laura Simmons. They said they found the little name tag yeah. and they're like, let's swing by Nebs's fishery on the way. Why did they roll up with sirens ablazing? Did they think that something was going down? Because I think it's to let the audience know that they're coming. Yeah, I just thought you're right. They, I mean, they wouldn't do that like in the sense, but it's like but they hey, roll up with the sirens like they're out for blood. Like they know there's, they think there's a, they roll up like there's a crime in. Progress. And of course, it's not going to be the girl. It's going to be the guy. So Gerald is running after her, and She's and they're screaming. like, Gerald, stop! And of course, one of the sheriff Sam, Sam unlo- unloads a shotgun, killing Gerald. Yep. They think that obviously he's the killer. Lillian falls into Sheriff Frank, and he's like, "It's okay. There's going to be no more killers up here." Roll credits. Sorry, yeah. Go ahead. Well, she. uh, We have a a view of her as she's hugging Sheriff. Thank you, McIntosh. She looks kind of up and smiles. The sleepaway camp look. I know I'm. Oh. It's. I'm going to put this on our social media too because when I saw that, the same creepy look that everyone knows. Like I forget the actress's name right now, but when you see her a comic or a a horror con or something like that, she always has to do the same expression of like. (laughs) <laughs> so hers is very similar. She smiles. She's looking away, smiling like it, it, this is. Like, I, I got away with it. Yes. And so that's when we roll the credits, and it's that lovely country song, that lovely country music song, as they roll the credits. As they roll the credits, uh, very uh, juxtaposed. It's not creepy music. No, it's, it's a good it's call. Happy, that's a good call. Happy country song. We did run a little heavy today, but uh, okay. hey, let's take a 
Let's take a break and come back with our kill count and shout kill outs. Count, shout outs and what we're watching next right yes. after this. Thank you. Hey kids, I'm Jax, host of the podcast Here for the Booze. Grab a drink and join me in discussing themes in movies, movie recommendations with mild spoilers, movie trivia, decorating my creepy corner, my horror vinyl collection, and horror documentaries. Be sure to check me out on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram. I'll be sure to give you the lowdown of all your favorite horror and maybe something new for you to enjoy. Come find me. Hey Trey, do you want to do a podcast on cult movies? You mean like movies about Jim Jones? No, no, no. Movies that have cult followings. Oh, so like David Koresh documentaries. No, no, no. Not actual cults. More like crazy out there movies that have a large underground following. Movies like Frankenhooker or John Carpenter's The Thing. Right. Can I sing? Why do you want to sing on a podcast about weird movies? Too late. I already bought my microphone off of Amazon. We're doing this. I regret this decision. I'm the cult of personality. Oh, yeah. I also told Tom and Tyler they could be a part of the show. There better be trauma movies. Wait, what cult are we starting? Tyler, just end it. Direct to VHS Podcast. Find us on Instagram and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. All right. So, uh, recap of the kills real quick. A great movie. Soap oh, opera and slasher yeah. and Spanish. I, I liked it. Spain. Uh, I like Edge it. of the Axe, 1988. Give it a give it a watch. <clears throat> we have the car wash lady at the beginning of the movie. That's my dick shot kill of the week. <laughs> There's Marie. Marie, the waitress, uh, it wasn't a suicide. She was killed. Yeah. And stashed in the storage unit of a bar. Maria, yes. Maria, sorry. Maria with the hot boobies. The hooker slash sex worker, <laughs> Rita Miller, um, killed at the train station, hacked to pieces. There was the pig farmer lady. Still don't know her name, but she was uh, brutally axed in the back. Maureen Adams, we found out, was the floating head that Richard and Susan discovered when they were out boating and having an affair. Yeah, she worked at the insane asylum. Worked in an insane asylum. Then there was Anna Bixby, who got her fingers chopped off first, and then... That was mine. Brutally axed. That was Nick's... Let's kill. Shot of the week. Ricky the dog. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ricky. Laura Simmons, Richard's old older woman husband, uh, was killed after drunk driving and sla- uh, swerving and missing a tree branch. She was killed in the woods. Chris Kaplan was the man who was with her, also killed. And then uh, we have Gerald, who was our main character in the movie, shot with a shotgun by the cops. Ten. Ten. That's a good kill count. It's decent. It's one of our bigger ones. For yeah, sure. it is. Nothing yeah. like Blood Diner. No, nobody has topped Blood Diner. No one yet. will touch Blood Diner. Blood Diner had so many deaths. <laughs> I want to go back and watch that movie. I think I am too. I think we should sometimes do like a revisit, like where yeah. we don't spend a whole podcast, but like yeah. just like a mini. Slash you re- yeah, we, uh, revisited. How did, hey, will someone hit us up and let us know how to start a Patron where people can pay for if they really like us? Patreon. What pa- do I say? Patron. That's, well, that's like a tequila. A, that's a tequila. Uh, next week. Uh, what we're watching for next week. It's called Graduation Day from 1981. A masked killer begins murdering students on the school track team after a track runner dies upon completion of a 30-second 200-meter race. That's the uh, IMDb summary. Isn't that going to be fun? Yep. Graduation Day, 1981. Graduation Day, 1981. It's as old as up. me. You have to have like Amazon Prime Shutter. Okay. I'm sure there's Tubi or Booby or something you can watch it on, but if you don't, we're here for you. I mean, that's what we do at Slash U. Um, 
do we did we want to spoil like what famous celebrity happens to be in that movie if you're keen-eyed spotting it well they can look it up right now vanna white vanna white from wheel of fortune (laughs) (laughs) so give it a watch uh ahead of time and i hope um, we see her vowels i mean her vowels Okay. That was stupid. That Sorry. was really bad. Maybe I can edit that out. I don't know. That's tricky. <laughs> Nick. Slash you shout out. Close the show for us. So, uh, friends with uh, Gorehead underscore podcast. So, G O R E underscore podcast. Gorehead stayed off the scene for a while. Great graphic, by the way. I thought our graphic was really badass. But, yeah. uh, really smart, fun content. Did a QA when they came back on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really cool is tonight. Because it's Monday. Yeah. They're doing a watch-along tonight with uh, Hereditary. Oh. A 2018 movie, Hereditary. Yeah, I remember. That's the... Oh, man. That's a creepy-ass flick. So it's cool. We all need to get together because I think the watch-along is a great... We've talked about that, but... We've talked about doing that, yeah. um, Please go uh, find our friend at uh, Gorehead underscore podcast. Check it out. And as of late, our Instagram has kind of been blowing up with... Uh, like a chat group. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of like uh, what Icarus did on today's movie. <laughs> Icarus the computer. Yeah, so like when I, I type in a message, it's like, slash you says this, Andy and I are recording tonight and yeah. we will be drinking beer. Is there anything you want us to shout out? <laughs> All right, I digress. But it's, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to a, a, horror, a horror movie crew podcast. Uh, they teamed up with a really good buddy of ours. Uh, we love horror podcast. We underscore love underscore horror underscore podcast. Yeah. I know you have to say that because it's very important, but uh, a horror movie podcast uh, p- partnered up with uh, Michael at uh, We Love Horror Podcast um, to do a Krubies request number 11 for Evil Dead. Mm. Evil fucking dead. Bruce Campbell. Who was in our movie yep. last week? It's a good flick. Evil uh, Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, great yeah, trilogy yes. of movies. Um, yeah. So those are two shout outs. So uh, we love horror podcasts. We were hooked up with quickly. Michael, I guess you know, I was like, hey, should I say your name or should I do the podcast? He's like, oh, fuck, I'm missing it all. That's what we do here. Yeah. But a uh, horror movie, say it all. A horror movie crew podcast is on this group chat. So mm-hmm. I hope uh, I speak to everyone here. You know, uh, here at Slash U, we are very open to communicating. We're very open to talking about what we do and talk about. What what you do we want to support the community much like our friends at terror twins podcast yeah those two are great awesome found out my homie there skateboards too like we yeah so as I'm finding a, out a lot i am yeah there's a what is it the gore score loves christine just like you love yes. christine they're getting know. back to yeah. uh I great great those, name, I miss but, those guys so go ahead podcast we love horror podcast a horror movie crew podcast go listen to them on whatever spotify apple your favorite podcast platform smoke signals if they got that fucking <laughs> app if they got that app but anyway uh that's yeah. uh the two shout outs uh, or the including terror twins three shout outs that we wanted to give well follow us at instagram at slash you underscore podcasts facebook.com slash slash you podcast www.slashupodcast.com a website i'll work i'm gonna update it i'm yeah. busy planning a wedding working a full-time job wah, wah, watching wah. movies for you I love you, Andy. Uh, um, we'll, uh, but that's where all of our uh, links to our social media and past episodes are at the with the website. If you write us a review, oh yeah, leave I us promise a review. you, 
I yeah. promise you free stickers. Leave us a review. If that means Share. anything to you. Leave us a review. If it's really good, friends. I'll send you a fucking t-shirt. We'll send you a t-shirt. Sorry. But. Tell your friends that we're a great podcast and hilarious to listen to. And uh, thank you all for being here this week. Uh, join us next week for graduation day. One hour and a half. Until then. Class dismissed. dismissed. That's my man. Take care.